evening, everyone, Hey-o. and welcome to the Funbox Monster Podcast. My name is Tristan. I am Matt Awkward. And tonight, we are going to be talking about 1985's The Lift. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's an, pretty cool. A, an import from the Netherlands. It's pretty cool. It's a... Uh, it's a thing. <laughs> it's... It is a notoriously boring movie. It, I mean, I feel like everyone who knows about this movie regards it as a fairly dull flick. I feel it has some very neat moments. Um, Absolutely. And but yeah, it, but for the majority of it, and I don't know if it's the actual script or just the dub version that we watched. Definitely, but, the dub is hurting the hell out. But it of. feels no it question. feels like no everybody's question. conversation is just. It, small talk left and right that yes. doesn't matter I agree. and i'm like is this just poorly translated or is this the actual script because like we just no, have a guy it's, it's, and it's just like oh man i got salami sandwiches again it's like up 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 it's like, i mean okay honestly that's, that's it. looking at the context of all of the scenes it's like a dude looking at a salami sandwich saying oh i got a salami sandwich yeah. i mean a lot of that real nonsense is like I think this all fits together pretty well. But it's like the whole script is made up mostly of those kind of things. Like there's definitely parts where, sure. you know, when we go when sure. we when we go to the the professor there and he talks oh. about chips, uh, which I had to count. He says the word chips twenty two <laughs> times in two minutes. Yeah, chips, uh, chips, chips, chips. The computer chips are being designed at chips at micro level chips. There's so uh, much. There's so much in those scenes. So it's that like are you nuts. you hear that stuff, but there's so much. Yeah just small talk left and right yeah. or things that don't go and anywhere cross talk speaking of yeah like us podcasting uh there's a lot of cross talk there's a lot of people talking and someone else talking at the same time and you're just like am i supposed to be paying attention to this conversation that these people are talking about chickens or am i supposed to be paying attention to the waiters talking about how much they suck the answer is it doesn't matter you can pay Nothing. attention to any of them you don't need any of the it. same information yeah. yeah it's not the movie is very is thin but the parts of it that are the way that it's crafted is is smart it looks good it does look good uh lighting is really cool some of the sets are really cool i like the music uh, the music is great i love the music i can't believe they wanted to fire the director over yeah. the music that is insane this is like one of the best soundtracks for one of these kind of yep. movies absolutely love it i feel like it was too sparse i would have liked more of the mm-hmm. soundtrack i feel like they just kind of like the director or the the producer hated it so much that they were like, no, we're just going to pull it down here. No, nope, pull yep. it down here, pull it down here. And it's awesome every time it's in the movie. Yeah. I think it's great. Agreed. Um, and I mean, there's, th- there is a great movie in here is what I will say. Is yes. That like, and he redeemed himself years down the road uh, when he remade <laughs> his own movie called The Shaft, which we are also going to cover on here, I believe, next week. Okay, maybe. Maybe. Sure, why not? I'm going to I'm going to sell it. If guys. you've already if I'm you already said it then we're going to do it. If you've got some sort of digital version that I can watch, I'll do Yeah, it. I'm going to rip the tape because for some reason uh the shaft is not streaming anywhere. <laughs> uh it's hard to find anyway because you're just going to pop up all the shaft movies. Pop up but the when shaft you finally movies. find it, you can't it's not on YouTube, you can't rent it, you can't stream it. It's not anywhere. Yep. It's not even on Tubi. And they got like everything. They've got every garbage movie ever yeah. made. Yeah. But yeah, The Shaft, uh, he kind of took this. It's the same. It is a remake. Yep. But he's made it more wild and loony and embraced its bonkersness more. So it's like yeah. not a scene by scene remake by any means, but the same concept. And it's just a lot more fun. That's cool. I Here's the thing about this movie. Normally, I, I'm all for making movies goofier, especially when they're kind of... Wub, wub, bub. 
the wraith just went by yeah. apparently <laughs> jesus christ what was that crazy space engine he had in there <laughs> uh anyway uh but this movie i honestly kind of wanted to see it go more into a like a hard 70s sci-fi or like a dark lovecraftian or you know like some sort of some sort of weird it re- it really half-assed it at the end point there like, were so I'm, i mean i've like in my notes my notes are actually shockingly long for this movie how because i'm constantly being like oh my god wouldn't it be cool to do this here oh, okay like i've got so many of those things in here but i've got like so, like i think this is the most notes i've written for one of these podcasts Fucking freak i know it's really strange <laughs> but also because it's a it's also kind of a nothing movie when you break it down. Oh yeah, it feels like a, it feels like a Stephen King short from like a short story from uh, like Night Shift. Night Shift, like yeah. one of the ones that's like just a like before he really started getting into the swing of things, and it was one of his like one note like look, it's a it's a this and it does this, and it's like oh, and then it ends. Okay, cool. It's a guy. He eats himself. Yeah, that was in skeleton crew but you know like <laughs> it's like a one concept horror story yep. and this is like what if a a lift was evil what if this elevator murdered people which is not enough to support a story but there are so many places where you could go and they constantly tease it they yeah constantly get that's the right thing. to the point where they're like what is this corporation and it's like yes what is we, the corporation we, we need that final scene like in remote control where they find the tape duplication factory they find the absolute secret elevator absolutely. you know druids that are doing the, the weird shit the you know? ending of halloween three exactly we yes need, yes we, we needed need somebody that to stonehenge explain room. it yes the fact that it ends with the thing not dead we and know, then just like fuck and then it. they're like man i guess ah, we're taking the stairs out of here if what if, if literally his last line in this movie was man fuck it i guess i'm taking the stairs yeah perfect that would have worked that, that's the only way I would forgive this. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, okay, if it's going to be for a joke, I'll give you that. But anyway, let's talk about it. Okay. All right. So the the opening scene is a lot of what we're going to get in this movie, which is basically these drunk couples. Well, they're not even couples. It's two drunk farmers and their hired escorts. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's two chicken farmers who've hired prostitutes. Oh, I thought it was just a... All friends and yeah, yeah, girlfriends and whatever. So at a certain point, I thought that, but then they didn't know anything about the business that they were doing. They didn't know, like they they were like, you know what? Oh, you have chickens. Like there were so many moments where they didn't know anything about anything they were doing. That totally clears up my my nudity question too. I was just like, this these people don't seem like the people that would just get naked in an elevator. But now I okay, now they're sex workers, so it was like a yeah. And I mean, they they are definitely dressed in 80s shorthand for sex workers. That is like 100%. Like they're basically wearing what Jamie Lee Curtis was in Trading Places. Gotcha. You know, it's that kind of outfit. Um, Anyway, uh, we we established that they're chicken tycoons for no reason other than to make a cock joke. So I can only imagine that this translation is probably pretty free and loose. They were just like, oh, wait. 
did you know that chicken and cock are the same word? I've got a great idea for some dialogue <laughs> here. Uh, and so that was what they did. They talk about giant omelets and whatever. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. And my favorite part of this whole dialogue is the uh, one of the farmers is like, you should have seen that chicken. He was so crazy. Gonk. <laughs> are you sure you're... Is it possible that you're thinking of the gonk droid from Star Wars that's and not a chicken? <laughs> I don't know. That's what the script says. Script says. I just read the script. Script says chicken says gonk. I'm fucking here, reading I'm here it for verbatim. three hours for a, for a three hours for a voice acting gig. I don't care. I'm getting paid twenty five dollars or whatever Netherlands so, money is. So, so gonk off and let me do my job. Yes, I'm just gonna read <laughs> gonk. It's a typo, but who fucking cares? It's. <laughs> It was supposed to say gawk, and that's at least close to a chicken. It was supposed to say bagok, <laughs> and he's, <laughs> he gonk. read it as gonk. Uh, <laughs> Steven Spielberg was using the software right before him, so it autocorrects to gonk. Oh, yes. That's why. Uh, anyway, they embarrassed lots, themselves. Lots of autocorrect there in 85? Oh, 85 was <laughs> rife with autocorrect. And, and, uh, they're embarrassing themselves. They're making a scene and annoying their waiters and the, the maitre d'. Everybody's, they want to get them out of there. Yeah, and, they're annoying me. I mean, yeah, but, you know, they're they're all super wasted, but you know how it is in the yeah. fast-paced world of poultry. I, I do. Yeah, man. So, anyway, they leave to catch their taxi, but in order to get a taxi, they're going to need to use the lift. Wait, the lift or the, the lifts? lift. <laughs> Minor qualm here. <laughs> Why is there three elevators in six. this movie called The Lift? There's six? No, there's three. I think there's six, because it seemed like one of the times he went around the corner and that there's two banks of elevators in a sequence. Oh, I don't think so. But maybe it could have just been a really weird shot. Yeah, but it I think, seemed I think like, there's just three. It seemed like he exited one of the doors, went around the corner, and then came back and pushed the button on the elevator on the other side, as though no. there were six you're elevators tripping. total. No. Okay, hey. There's three. If you're, if you're going to question the directing skills of this director. Of Dick Moss. <laughs> Which is, uh, it's Spanish for more dick. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, Uh, no, there are three elevators and every floor is the same set, which I like too. They're just like, oh, this floor is under construction. Uh, It's a different floor. Yeah, here's here's a pile of wood in the corner. (laughs) The elevators look so great. Like, like their color choices and their lighting choices are so good. There's so many, there are so many things about this movie that are really cool and... The 70s-ness of it is really cool. I love the fact that it reads like a 70s sci-fi movie in so many moments. Yeah. Uh, it really captures that bleak... I mean, it's kind of probably what the Netherlands looks like at that time of year, and they just were shooting it, but it has that nice, bleak look of a 70s sci-fi movie. You know, and then all of the weird technology stuff that is really phoned in and looks Logan's run-ish. Oh, gosh. All of their, like, when they finally reveal the monster. Yeah. It's very Logan's run stuff. Yep. I use monster. It's a it's a circuit board. The monster is a circuit <laughs> with board. Some with some goop goo on, on it. it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, ooh. And, yep, jizz-covered circuit it's board alive, is the I monster. Yes. Nope, that jello on circuit board does not equal alive. <laughs> I'm so sorry to tell you. Uh, but anyway... Uh, so the uh, this set of elevators opens all three doors, which we find out later in a little tiny piece of dialogue is not supposed to happen. There's mm. literally a computer there to keep it from doing that so that only one elevator will open at a time to save energy, which 
is true for all elevators. They're not going to all just race to the floor. Um, and well, so, I mean, wouldn't there be three buttons, or is there only one button? There's to... only one button to call all three in the bank. Oh, weird. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, they open simultaneously, and uh, you know, it's it's a weird moment because they go in there, and the uh, and the guys are like, "All right, all right, sex workers who we've paid money for sex for, let's do it." And they're like, "Come on, we're bashful. <laughs> <laughs> let's wait till we get home." Come on. I mean, honestly. Maybe they just don't want to get Even arrested. Even if they're not sex workers, yeah, you don't want to get busted gonking in an elevator. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, sorry, that autocorrect is on you as yeah, well. Yeah, it sucks. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, this pisses off the elevator because the elevator wanted to see boobs. And uh, so it breaks down. They get stuck. We get a moment where it looks like lightning hits the building in one of those things because it's a big storm outside. There is thunder and lightning. Yeah. All the power goes off. And it's almost like a red herring that like a, like a like a short caused, circuit thing, right? Yeah. That it caused this thing to happen, but we don't. There's some shit that he says later about the chips that makes me think that maybe well, the chips. It is, but, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get to the chips. You won't but, believe what chips can do now in the world of chips. Chip stuff. So now they've got like extra nacho blasted flavored chips. So much they can do anything. Uh, but they have chips that are flavored like other chip products. <laughs> oh my God! Now they've got potato chips that taste like Doritos. What yeah. the hell, man? It's like for when you want hell. your potato chips to taste like your tortilla chips, but don't want tortilla chips, you just want normal chips. That's crazy. Yeah. I can't handle it. Anyway, but we find out that uh, uh, nothing. Uh, we do get boobs. We <laughs> yeah, find we get we boobs did. for one second. It's so ham-fisted. Uh, it's really ham-fisted. It's just like, oh, here's some boobs. And a- because she refused to make out with him, so yeah. it's like, they're just there. She's just like, oh, and oh. by the way, I'm overheated, so here's my boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny. Uh, anyway. Because, they s- yeah, they, they they just start going at it hard and heavy, but like they've also explained that it's ridiculously hot in there and hard to breathe, so by yes. all means, go to go to Pound Town right now. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're also... Uh, I didn't understand this, but they're all they're all starting to asphyxiate. Something's happening in there. Uh, we don't really know why, but one of the ladies has a mirror in her hand. Did you get that? Did you nope. understand what that was about? Like maybe she was supposed to prove that she wasn't drawing breath, but it was like in her lap. Yeah, I have no idea what that meant. It looked like she was doing like a cervical <laughs> inspection or something, but okay. Honestly, um, I don't know. I would have saved the boobs for halfway through. Did you watch this on YouTube, or did you rent it, or did you have I it? I own it. You own it? Yes. Okay. I own this delightful film. I do not. I don't I don't have this on any format, and uh, I watched some rip on YouTube, which was pretty subpar. Oh, but. yeah. Mine was... I mean, honestly, the, the clean digital version is pretty awful. I'm yeah. not awful, but not good. It looks like a Doctor Who episode. Okay, so I just didn't know if I missed anything with that mirror. Like, I couldn't tell because of my... Yeah. But no, you're conforming the same thing. I Yeah, it looks like a 70s Doctor If you got a nice HD rip and can't tell what that mirror's for, then yeah. fuck if I can. Exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay, so uh, the lights come back on, and the waitstaff find them all laying in the elevator. Uh, this this cracks me up. Why do they care? They're Evidently, they are in such a state that everyone recoils in terror. Now... Do you think that in the original version of this, they were dead? Because we never see them again. They mentioned that. Only the dub says that they're still alive. Yeah. 
And do you think that they just decided that audiences were like, that is an insane number of people to die before you do anything about this? Maybe and maybe not, especially... But when do, the, when they open the door, they look at them like they're like, oh. looking at a pile of goo. Because in with the... With eyeballs and, like, bones sticking out of yeah, it. Yeah, because um, I say maybe not because in the remake, they have a, a similar thing in the beginning. Completely different group of people, but mm-hmm. it's... They do live. And people are... But what happens is shocking, so people are super surprised at the end, and it's just like, oh, cr- well, okay. Okay. So, like, maybe they were supposed to live, but, like... I don't know. Yeah. It, it was done much better in the remake. But yeah, this this I kind of feel like we almost should have seen it. What? Yeah, I mean, I if, if you see a bunch of people saw. that have just like passed out, that's not shocking. No, you're, you, you're going to be like, oh, you're going to be like, oh, shoot, are they okay? No, like, you would <laughs> run in to help them. You yeah. wouldn't look at them and go, oh, my God, yep. as, as though there's literally nothing you can do because their heads are laying in a different place. Yeah. Like what their reaction is as though there was nothing they could do at that point. Yep. Like, if they've all passed out, you would be like, oh, shit, do I get the Narcan? Do I, like, give them mouth-to-mouth? What do I do? But, like, these guys are just like, ah, corpses. Yeah, I kind of wish we did see, like, a yeah, like a bloodbath or, like, a, just four missing heads and no blood. Be like, what? Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. Something weird like that. Anything that Anything. would Anything. Be... Okay, this is the first, this is my first correction for this movie. Okay. So they're, they're constantly, like, throwing little things around. There's two, well, constantly. There's two mentions of rats dying in this thing. Yep. We see the, the rat that falls on him, and then somebody says, you know, and then the thing was just full of dead rats. What if instead it was skeletonized rats? And then we find out that it's harvesting their organic matter to build a central nervous system in the building. Well, we would need to get that that Halloween 3 remote control room exactly. for that shit that we don't that's have. That's the thing. Yep. So that's, like... That's a cool idea. Like, right there, you have one tiny fix yep. that at least explains what's going on in the story. Where, like, we never, because, again, the one real fault of this movie, aside from it being not very exciting, the, its major fault is that it doesn't ever explain why what's happening is happening. Yeah. And it's not left vague like a Lovecraftian vagueness, because no, in, just, in order to do that, care. you need to explain what the vagueness is because we don't even know what the vagaries are of this extraterrestrial otherworldly self-generating chip because they explain later on that that, yeah they have an organic chip that was self-generating but they don't really give that chip a a motive right exactly that's the thing is that it needs to it needs to have some purpose to kill people like it's not just the fact that a chip self-replicates doesn't make it want to murder people Mm -hmm. that's if it said, oh, and also we made this chip out of all the most evil chips. It was from <laughs> Hitler's personal computer and Pol Pot's fucking uh, electronic football game. And you know, like, and then it went evil, you know, like Christine. <laughs> like, kind of yeah. explain it like that. But no, we never get that. Yep. Anyway. We never get nothing. We never get nothing. Uh, okay, so... We get this great transition shot of the little toy ambulance that we think is supposed to be a real ambulance. It does, it fools I, you at first. I loved it, man. It was so good. Because it did fool me. Yeah. It's it's a good shot. I was like, come on, movie. You can't afford a fucking ambulance. I was like, oh, oh, well played. Well played. Absolutely. It really, like, it definitely, like, you're like, oh, my God, they're toe-hoeing this shit. How yeah. could they possibly get away with that? <laughs> yep. And they and it's perfect. It looks Love really it. good. And it also works as a metaphor for his family. Because he fixes it. He's using, he's taking his skills as 
an electrician and he's fixing this toy, that's holding his family together, his job and his home life. And then later on, when his home life leaves him, he crushes it, separating himself metaphorically from his family. Damn. So. <laughs> totally, totally total bullshit. Total bullshit. Uh, anyway, uh, okay. Sound so. like some pompous ass describing A twenty four movies. Yeah, they did not mean that. You know what? They might have meant that, but it's stupid. But who cares? It's a killer elevator. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, anyway okay so but also we want to establish that he's a tough guy so he's going to be shirtless in the bathroom nursing a black guy because he was fighting who was he fighting he was fighting somebody that he talked to their wife but he's so handsome that the guy got jealous and punched him why is this movie so hung up on (laughs) infidelity and adultery and dude misunderstanding shit you know this, why? Why? I don't know. I'm asking. Because sometimes middle-aged dudes write scripts and they're having issues at home and they <laughs> let that shit just filter into their work. And you're like, dude, this is not your therapy. This is a shitty movie about an <laughs> elevator that eats people. So fucking calm the hell down. Well, when, when I see a man of this age with like a black eye, like I, I instantly think like bar fight. Yep. But we don't see this guy even take a drink the whole movie. He doesn't go to a bar. He doesn't go... No, he. I mean, there there is dialogue in there where he says, where his, where he says something like, "I just wanted to help this woman out," and then her husband took offense, or it's it's something like that. I. Oh, maybe he was prepared. trying. Maybe he was trying to teach her to bowl better. <laughs> uh, there's some because there's some great bowling. This there's movie. some great bowling scene that really Super adds adds a lot. Important, but <laughs> it also uh, it also points towards everyone suspecting him of being a Lothario. So that's pretty important. Anyway. We get some morning breakfast nonsense where we learn that the mother might be just a touch bonkers. Um, she tells the kid that reading is only for school and to put away that book, <laughs> yeah. which I thought was very funny. Uh, that's a great lesson for the for the kids. <laughs> the kid puts salt in his dad's tea, but the dad shows that he might have a little bit more going on than your average elevator repairman, and he switches his tea with his kid's tea. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, oh, movie. Uh, I mean, honestly, the way that it was played was not... I mean, if it was in an American movie, it would be very Rob Schneidery and very, very stupid, but nothing, you know, they don't... They don't draw attention to it so it's just like a little background thing it's not a funny thing but it is a it's a character quirk that allows something to happen while they're trying to get other stuff out of the way uh that's honestly that's one of the things that they're kind of missing in a lot of the scenes is some of this kind of like background work that might have made it more fun um but that was that was okay stuff um so he gets a call from the boss about this elevator incident that we witnessed, and they want him to come fix it because he's their number one elevator repairman. Mm. Um, and the second he was like, oh, yeah, we need you to come in. I was like, man, how much better a movie would this have been if he was in a cabin? The boss helicopters in <laughs> and he's like, listen, we've got a problem with the elevators in town. I left that life behind. You no, know I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> We need you to do one last job. The president's daughter was in that elevator. (laughs) My God, I promised that I'd never let anything happen to her. I'm just a turnip farmer now. (laughs) 
I'm I guess I am her godfather, so I've got to go take care of this. Yes, that would be much much. But instead, uh, but keep that in mind for the rest of the movie because he is played as though he is a cop in any other American action movie. Basically, his role is there's constant times when he comes in and he's like you're not doing enough. And they're like, you're out of line. You're going to get everyone in <laughs> yeah. trouble. You're a loose cannon. Hand in your elevator repair badge. You know, like there's so much of that shit. Like it reads like a dirty, hairy movie. That's like a parody of a dirty, hairy movie where it's like, he's an elevator repair man. And for some reason it never reads as ridiculous. I never get the, to the point where I laugh at it, but man, when you sit back and think of the dialogue and the way that he's treated <laughs> as a character, it's, absolutely ridiculous uh anyway so uh he shows up to fix the elevator we get a bunch of extraneous characters that we don't need to know nope. they're just there to do random stuff uh building super shows up dressed in a full inspector gadget outfit he's got like <laughs> a london fog trench coat down to his feet uh, and there's a third guy from the whatever the evil x corporation whatever the hell they're called uh, Rising Sun. Rising Sun, yeah. They're right, in- that's right. It was 1985. By the way, this is the time when we were villainizing the Japanese for buying ah. things in the United States, and everything was like, oh no, the Japanese are taking over everything, and there was a bunch <laughs> of racist nonsense going on. So yeah, he works for the elevator company, but he, on- he only makes the elevator. He only works on the mechanical stuff. Right, he doesn't work on Rising the Sun has built the computer that, con- that controls the... Yes. And that's where some conflict comes in. Sure. No, it doesn't. (laughs) It almost, honestly, the conflict arises, what, five minutes from the end of the movie? Yeah, he's just like... Because he's never, he's never at odds with, with Rising Sun. He goes in there and says, like, something, right? He says, I mean, he talks to them, but he's always polite. He never confronts them. Yep. And, And then everything is fine until the end. It's so weird. This movie's real weird. Um, okay, so... Uh, he walks into the elevator with a toolkit, flips a toggle switch back and forth, and he says, I don't think I could be much help. It's working fine. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, four people nearly asphyxiated in this thing. Maybe you might want to do more than flip a toggle switch back and forth, buddy. Um, No, I'm good. No, it's fine. (laughs) So uh, the repair guy, Inspector Gadget, and some rando with a mustache ride up. The guy with the mustache is like a super red herring character because he is acting twitchy and crazy through this whole movie. He comes back later on, doesn't do a goddamn thing. But like he looks so guilty through this whole thing. Yeah. It's like, like he knows something. They're like, he's a brain doctor. Ooh, interesting. That's a character trait that might come into play with a sentient elevator. Nope. nope. No. He Nothing. Just, uh, so he, just, he just lives to come back and get a jump scare at the end. Yeah, that's which it. was a very effective jump. That scare. was good. I like that a lot. <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, there's a compelling scene where they push the wrong button and nearly get out on the eleventh floor. Whoops! Oh, I was on the edge that would have been seat. that would have been tragic. <laughs> annoying and then they'd have to step back in the elevator which they do Uh, (laughs) they finally get to the electrical system upstairs and he decides that it wasn't hit by electricity and we get a very poorly framed shot of the computer that runs the thing if you want to draw attention to it for later on in the movie that was crazy to me that it was like 
totally from the side they're like oh no that's the rising sun computer instead of like showing us full on they show it from the side with inspector gadget standing next to it which was weird what bothered you about that it just seems weird that they wouldn't like you're establishing this is the main that's the villain of the movie yeah but you don't know that at this point so it's like that's one of those things where it's like the villain's just in plain sight here like sure but we don't know it so you wouldn't think anything maybe you're right maybe maybe it's better than i think it is Mm. um okay no. <laughs> uh, okay, so it turns out, again, this is this this is another frustratingly dropped plot line that could have made this so cool. Uh, he's like, "All right." Turns out the last maintenance worker went insane and took a long time with the checkup last time. Mm. That's crazy. That's an interesting story. We yeah. get a fucking mouth of madness thing here. Yeah. Wow. I can't wait till we go visit him in the mental home. What could have been so terrifying that he, I bet he's going to say something really creepy and scary that's going to point us towards something. Oh, yeah, I'm sure too. Uh, I can't wait for that scene. Yeah, or, or he might just sit in a chair and say nothing and then be scared of pudding. Yeah. It, might, it also might be that. <laughs> pudding is kind of scary. <laughs> it's a texture thing. Am I wrong? Was that literally all he did? He sat in a chair and was scared by pudding. Yeah. That was his entire fucking role in this movie. Okay. I, well, that's the thing, man. I thought once he saw the pudding... Oh, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? We'll get there. Yeah, there's no there's no getting well, around it. We'll that's get to, weird. We'll get to pudding town eventually. Uh, okay. So uh, we cut to the, the dad fixes... Felix, our main elevator repair guy... Uh, he's fixing the ambulance toy at home. He sends the kids to bed, and we get this scene where we find out that his wife is saving bottle caps to win a trip to Hawaii, and they aren't getting along well. Why? Why? Why, why, why? Why? I mean... Another thing, like, they even... When she moves out later on for overreacting, he's just like, oh, she took the bottle caps but left the box. I'm going to say that that made more sense in the original language that whatever was going on there i'd blame that on the dub or oh, like i blame just that missing on caps a, you mean but leaving like, the box i think that there was probably a lot more to that in the original because there's no way that it was just that that's too weird like i'm gonna i would imagine that that's better in its original language and maybe there's a cultural thing that wasn't translatable but it's like both her and the boss man near the end we're both talking about taking trips to hawaii too <laughs> and no the, and the cop. Yeah. Everybody was talking about taking trips to Hawaii, but there's no... That doesn't you know, go anywhere for okay, no reason. You know why? Because we find out that everybody's cheating on everyone else in this movie. The guy who runs the building, his wife is cheating on him with the head of the corporate... No. Vice versa. But somebody's getting cheated on. There's two people from different companies that are cheating on each other. And maybe... Uh-huh the cop is having an affair with his wife. And that's why the cop was looking at the Hawaiian brochure. She ran away with the cop. Oh, Jesus. Who cares? Why? <laughs> why is matter. everybody cheating in this? Why? I do not know. Again, <laughs> I, I put it to somebody working through some issues. All right. Cut to what I can only assume is a comic relief scene of a blind man asking to know about the view out the window of the apartment he's buying for his mother. Maybe it's funny in in Dutch. <laughs> It, it's oh god this scene bothered me too because like the man's blind he's yep. not stupid right he knows where he is 
So the guy's like, what's the view look like here? He's like, well, out this window, you see this giant forest. And out this one, you see this but lovely not, river. But, but you're just in the city, dude. You, you've got to know this. Well, like, the, the thing is that he's talking about another apartment. They're in his office. We don't know what it looks like. Oh, he's not talking about buying a thing in that building? I don't know. I thought he was. I mean, Who cares anyway? He's going to be dead in two seconds. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't <laughs> matter. But it's, yeah, it it's also, it's, I think it's supposed to be comic relief but it doesn't work i will say in this movie compared to the remake though they do this better because in the remake they give him a dog that also goes down with him and i'm like come on you just <laughs> was that to up the ante from the first movie like the blind man falling in the elevator shaft works just fine That's really you don't need funny. to you don't need to add a dog to it like come on mm-hmm. oh well either way oh, the elevator killed a german shepherd it's like super evil now that is pretty evil <laughs> Anyway, well, uh, there's only one way to get out of this building for this guy, and that's to go to the lift. (laughs) That's right. And uh, so he taps his way to the elevator and hits the door with his cane, and I'm thinking that this pisses off the elevator. It's like, how dare you? It's like tapping the glass. Yep, and he's like, fine. (laughs) After a little fake out, the thing opens and opens to an empty shaft. He falls to his death. Uh, Hooray. Now we get a new security guard opening, and we get this gross dude telling the grossest story that a human being can say. He's like, hey, how's it going? Oh, you're married? Let me tell you, I sure did have a lot of sex back in the day with so many disgusting people that I'm now immune to penicillin, he says. (laughs) Like, great. Listen, I may overshare sometimes, but dude, fucking read the room. Nobody wants to hear this. Nobody wants to know that you're immune to penicillin, so your whatever fucking genital warts are out of control or yeah. something. God damn. Anyway. Uh, the wart cream also works great as hand lotion. If you ever need to borrow any, just hit me all up. <laughs> and then he shakes his hand. And then he shakes his hand. Uh, so, all we right. We just made this better. Exactly. Yep. Uh, okay. The lift tries to pull some shenanigans with the guy who's immune to penicillin. He, like, he does this thing, and he looks down, and he sees the dead guy in the shaft and he's like huh dead guy then the lift decides to crush his head but it doesn't really crush his head I, it just holds him there and he can't get out and this yeah, the is doors clo- the doors close on his neck and he can't pull his head yep. out it is awesome it is awesome <laughs> it is honestly terrifying. it is the cover image of the movie yep. actually and there's the- good reason for it it is one of the best kills in a horror movie yeah it is really 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 good it is obviously the reason to watch this movie like for a highlight reel of horror movies from the 80s this one deserves to be on it absolutely it's unique af i mean yeah. absolutely and i mean because they built the fake elevator they can do this thing without endangering this dude's life because looking at it watching this shot you are terrified for the actor yeah like even knowing that that's a fake elevator even knowing that there's yeah. some guy just like holding a piece of wood going pretending that it's an elevator yeah you're like Hope that guy doesn't get out of the way in time. He's actually going to be dead. <laughs> but obviously, and they he's not. they shot the scene in reverse too. Actually. Really? Yeah. So he was actually in there, and he was moving his head upwards for safety's sake. And they actually. Oh, so it is a real elevator. Yeah. They well, it's a real thing inside well, there. That a, well, they, it's a real. Yeah. And they had a, uh, I guess, a safety bar. So in case it broke, it wouldn't hurt. But. I guess there are questions about of whether that safety bar was even enough to hold back the thing if it did fall. Like, oh my god, everything about that is terrifying. Right? Oh Jesus. Okay, there but you go. Fuck it. It came out great. So I mean, it is. 
unfortunately, it's not like, wow, I'm sure glad that you got that shot for The Godfather or, you know, like, <laughs> it sure was worth driving those people insane for The Shining. It's like, you made the lift. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it wasn't worth it. Uh, but anyway, it's cool. Uh, so my favorite line of dialogue in the whole movie, he's stuck in there. And then the new trainee is like, oh no, uh, I'll call the police. Do you have their number? Yeah. (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. Uh, pretty soon he gets his head cut off and it's great. And now a cop shows up and tells the story about a man who cut a woman in half with a black and Decker drill somehow I don't it's doable I guess <laughs> maybe he had like a spade bit and he was really working at it and it was a plug-in drill and so he wouldn't run out of juice and I don't know it seems yeah. it seems like it would take a long time but either way there you go he did I, I don't know why that was but uh, he, oh and then he makes actually his joke was a capper I did like that he was like I skipped lunch that day yeah <laughs> Give okay. it to you. That was good. Uh, the owner of the building goes into a rant here, and he's like, these lifts were safe. They told me nothing could go wrong. And he acts like like an elevator is some sort of new technology that just arrived. Yeah, as right? if it hasn't been around since 1850 or whatever. It's <laughs> like, dude, what are you doing? This isn't bleeding edge tech. This yep. is a fucking elevator, man. Well, it is kind of bleeding edge tech, because I get that secret rising sun... Super chip. But guess what? They don't need it because elevators still work everywhere else on <laughs> Earth. And they don't have the bleeding edge tech. They don't have chips? No. Well, Ele- I mean, they do, but they don't need those. <laughs> anyway. I wonder when the first elevator you get a chip was. Oh, God. Somebody look it up. <laughs> uh, okay, so <laughs> he says that in this... in. The Netherlands. We're assuming that they're they're actually saying they're in the Netherlands because all the signs are in Dutch, so probably. Uh, he says two hundred and fifty thousand people get stuck in elevators every year in the Netherlands. Netherlands population in nineteen eighty five was fifteen million people. That's about one in fifty people getting stuck in an elevator every year. Every year. <laughs> The Dutch literally have to, or the people in Amsterdam have to plan their lives around how much time they're spending. It's like a sick day, though. They have it built into their their sick time off. Sorry, boss, I got to take an elevator day. Happen again. And think about how much (laughs) of the Netherlands is rural. So you're literally thinking like two major cities, basically. (laughs) So probably it's more like one in three people are getting who use elevators on a daily basis. I want to know now if that was in the original script too, or was that the some Americans won't know. I mean, to be fair, I don't know shit about the Netherlands or know that it was even rural. You're supposed to assume that it's the U S and that there's a population of 250 million at that time. Uh, Sure. Maybe either way, lots of people are getting stuck in these elevators. I will tell you that I did go down a fucking wormhole of, looking up elevator statistics and it makes me never want to use a fucking elevator again. I can tell you that. All right. Cool. We'll, we'll carry everything up the stairs next time we go to Westbrook. People get, okay. So 50 people get stuck in elevators. Oh, you've got, you've got the stats on you. Yes. Oh my gosh. Every day. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> all right. So here it is. Uh, so there are 50 deaths 
a year involving elevators. Okay. That's crazy to me. Um, and now there's a one in 5,000 chance that if you use an elevator every day, that you will get sh- stuck in an elevator. That's crazy to me, too. That's not I'm, that crazy. I mean, things can malfunction and break. Your car breaks uh, down when you're on the way to work. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean it's it's bad or I don't know, super dangerous. It still freaks me the fuck out. Like, well, you're, I mean, you're just talking about getting stuck. You're not talking about cables breaking yeah, yeah, yeah. and plummeting. No, no, your, no. Do, do you have plummet stats? I I don't. Usually, uh, the deaths were mostly attributed to people fucking around. You know, yeah. it's like people falling down elevator shafts, playing in abandoned buildings or whatever, that kind of thing. So it's I think it's probably less. I think the number of people who die from like elevator cables snapping and the brakes failing. And yeah. All of the fail safes going wrong. That's the numbers I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's many. And that's in the world. So that's not just here. Anyway. Uh, OK. So, uh, by the way, we found another corpse at the bottom of the shaft. Whoops. Oh, hey, look at that. Are we going to tell people oh, to use no. the stairs yet? No. No. The mayor came in and said, no, the <laughs> elevator festival is this year. <laughs> people. <laughs> this town lives need, on that. <laughs> we need those summer elevator <laughs> users. <laughs> if you shut down the elevators, uh, Amityville's going to be in <laughs> fucking oh dire straits. Do you think, do you think it's a trade convention, an elevator trade convention? I would. Uh, where it's just like. They just have this whole, Better you know, version. whole civic center set up with like mock elevators. Here, step on in. Here's the buttons you oh, push. <laughs> the Ultra Glide 2000 yeah, is right? just great. I love this thing. I wonder what kind of special special feature is there. Oh God, they're probably putting touch screens in them now. Oh, of course. Ugh, and you can like watch TV, and it like ah, fucking yeah. Jimmy Fallon yaps at you while He's you're like, going Hey, up. Jimmy Fallon here for your mid-floor joke fest. But, but, but we only got like 10 uh, seconds. Here's a joke. <laughs> Please don't <laughs> get enough of that while I'm fucking filling up the gas Oh, pumps. dude, that's just, that's a sure way to make me not go to your never gas station. Never go to your gas I'll station I'll go to the again. gas station. I'll see that and be like, okay, I'll remember not to come here for gas now. I will never at least, go back at again. At least Big big Scraps has the that dumb thing where it's like, hey, come on inside. It has a mute button on it. I can't shut that damn TV off at other places. Um, have you... The one in on uh, Western Avenue in South Portland, I went there and it was like yapping at me and it was full volume and I was just like, stop. And I was like pushing the mute button yep. and I realized that people had been punching the mute button and it had broken because there was an indent of like knuckles <laughs> in the mute button because they wanted to shut Jimmy Fallon up so fucking yep. badly. <laughs> it's like, gee, I wonder, maybe you should not have these. Yeah. Maybe yeah. people don't want Maybe this. people don't want Nobody wants that. Nobody wants Have it. you ever heard anybody being like, Oh, dude! If you want to get gas, make sure you go to this gas station because they have a TV. Oh. It's it's called Cheeseball News or some shit, and it like tells you some fun information facts when you're. It's the Nobody best. Nobody has ever said that. Nobody wants that. <laughs> Ugh. It's to stop you from using your cell phone while you're there, even though it has been disproven that cell phones yeah. can ignite gasoline. They literally cannot do it. No. Ugh. <sighs> people are dumb anyway okay that's <laughs> so, why i play with my lighter when i check exactly my phone. <laughs> same i make sure that all the gas is going in <laughs> uh all right so a reporter shows up to watch him fix the elevator because she's got nothing going on in her life really what in the h here where does she come from she's just like she just appears 
she's a she's an evil spirit that just haunts the house we don't know that she's even real maybe she's the spirit of all the people that have died in that building or the or the ghost of cheaters yes she's the she's the adulterer <laughs> the ghost of adulterers past yes yes exactly yeah, and there it is uh but uh they something happens and they watch the cables vibrate and they all kind of freak out and she's and he's like uh that's normal sometimes things like that happen <laughs> even though he's like totally freaked out too um well, okay see? i didn't think he was freaked out kind of like he's just like there's just air currents through the shaft makes the things move. he said that but he also like looked oh, over he? i missed he that had part a, he had a like quick little oh like reaction. a subtle nuance yes this movie's full of subtle nuances i will <laughs> i mean honestly it's it's for yeah, a movie about an elevator that fucking eats people, this movie is full of nuance, you have to admit. Yes, it works, it really... on, it works on multiple levels. Uh, anyway. uh, he reports back to the big boss and says, everything is functioning normally. And the cop that's standing there retorts, I wish we could say the same thing about the victims. Zing! <laughs> what a dick. Yeah. The cops blame it on mice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, those... The Netherlands is beautiful this time of year, but we have these mice that will decapitate you. Uh, it's, uh, just look out for those things. Look out for Other the mice that, that push you down elevator shafts. Other than that, enjoy your stay. Uh, check out uh, Restaurant Icarus. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's great. They make very strong drinks. Mm, I, so uh, he gets back on his truck, and the reporter is in the passenger seat. She's invited herself along. She wants to go to the she Greek pushy. tea room. She's a very pushy lady. Uh, she actually does admittedly you, these scenes are shot as though she is trying to break up his family it's very odd where she's like she literally is like oh is that your family oh how long have you been together huh and like it's like okay what are you trying to get at with this like yep. all women are awful and all men cheat is this the fucking message that this movie's trying to get across like you said man somebody's working through somebody's some issues. working through some stuff <laughs> uh but there's a lot of flirty banter and she lights up a cigarette and she's like hold on let me get my the penguin fucking cigarette holder i was like what who in the hell uses one of those things? Does he really flirt back, though? No, he doesn't. He doesn't. She's That's flirting. what I thought. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He is... Okay, he's straight he's, arrow. He is without sin. He is the man in yeah. this movie. He is the, he is the surrogate. Elevator, elevator repairmen are a noble breed. Very, in this, they are very, very noble. <laughs> this is a pro-elevator repair <laughs> screed that this movie <laughs> yep. puts through. It's just loaded with pro-elevator propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was funded by the Otis Elevator Corporation. Uh, there's some fun shots of bowling here. Hooray! Cool. Um, uh, his It's his wife and some weird friend, like, couple that, like, whatever. He once again proves how noble he is because his weird friend is like, hey, check out that hot lady. Look, she's got a butt on her, on her, look <laughs> on at her, her butt. butt. <laughs> her butt's in a, her butt's exactly in the same place as a normal lady butt. You want to look at it? And he's like, I'm not interested in looking at butts that are not belonging to my wife. I'm going to go pick a fight. I am an elevator repairman. <laughs> and we hold ourselves to a higher calling, repairing <laughs> elevators. And, uh, and then the, <laughs> there's a great line of dialogue that, is just probably because they aren't from the U.S., which was, I'm going to go get some drinks. What kind do you want? Which oh, I was yeah. like, that's funny. <laughs> that's a funny way to say, what drink, what would you like for a drink? One liquor drink, please. What kind of drink? But uh, they go out, 
the two of them go get drinks. The wife and and this and the female friend, uh, part of this team, and she, the the friend basically right here decides that she wants to break up the marriage too. She's like, if he's acting weird. He's probably cheating on you. Yeah, he seems like the kind of person who cheat. That's I th- bet he'd cheat on you. That's the thing. These characters are just in this movie just to make this misunderstanding happen and be and plant seeds for him cheating on her, which he never does, and it doesn't matter because there's no resolve to their relationship. It at the end. So none of it makes any is, sense. Are we supposed to like feel good that he walks off with the reporter at the end, like, yes. knowing that like? Oh, they're, oh, they're a couple now. Yeah, they're gonna and bang. That, and so that can great. that can only be. I mean, why can't there just be a group hug with the wife and like none of the cheating shit happened at the end? Like, we're happy because he's no longer saddled with kids, so now he can go on and repair elevators. Oh, I guess even so. longer hours because he's as we have find that out, child support payments. As we found out later, people are excited to work overtime at the elevator repair factory. <laughs> so excited. Uh, okay, this is. Uh, uh, that's so like literally next day he goes to the, the elevator shop. I don't know what the hell they're at. And he's like, Hey Hans, I found you this part. And Hans is like, thank you so much. Now I can work overtime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once I eat another salami sandwich. Yep. Oh, salami again. Oh no. Yeah, There's that too. Uh, so weird. Okay. So, um, uh, Felix tells his boss that the lift needs a full overhaul, and the boss says, "Hey, the police say it was an accident. You know, uh, it's, it's fine. What there were there were only three incidents, two deaths in, over you know a two day period. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, there's two deaths and it's four only one. There's only one more death, and there is days. Yeah, exactly. So, like, Come, Come on, on we're good. We're doing fine." <laughs> Um, and, uh, you know, whatever it's, it's, it's just that one incident of three things happening in one elevator. It's fine. Anyway, Felix is a loose cannon. Uh, he's heard that the last worker found a ton of problems last time. And he's like, where'd you hear that? Yeah. You know, just around people talk about elevator stuff on the street. <laughs> you know, I was in a bar. Everybody was talking about elevator stuff. I was down at the local elevator repairman bar where we all hang out. <laughs> <laughs> you know the one the one on the east side elevator repairman bar not the west side nah. one you know there's like two or three over there but you know the good one not the bad yeah. one uh anyway we were there talking elevator repair and uh somebody <laughs> brought it up that uh, there was a lot of repairs in that elevator and he's like oh i'm gonna have your badge blue skinned elevator repairman uh and then the boss is acting super weird and we're like holy shit he's- we're gonna get some info He's like, he's trying to throw Felix off the trail by offering him a promotion. My God, this elevator thing is bigger than we think. This goes all the way to the top. <laughs> oh. Holy shit, because it's an elevator. Yeah. I, the, okay, sorry. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I got it. The, <laughs> uh, then we cut to a great dialogue scene. This is one of those like, wake up the teenage boys scene because they're like, uh, we don't have any extra nudity in this thing, so yeah. I'm going to have a conversation about how, hey, hey, uh, I'm going out on a date tonight. I hear that this lady <laughs> shaves off all her pubes. This is yeah. great. Cool. Like, great. Good. Great to hear. 
Why is this important? I swear Are we to going God. to see this lady he's talking about? No. no. of course not. Do we see this character again after this one moment? No. Of course not. But I really think that was just to, like, like the, the kids of 1985, the, like, 14-year-old boys who are watching this movie. Oh, are we going to see this lady? Hoping <laughs> something will happen. They're like, oh, wait, did somebody say pubes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody say naked lady? Wait, huh? Oh, <laughs> And they wake up for a hot minute and then go back to, I don't know, 1985. What were they doing? Playing fucking electronic football? I don't, what, what, <laughs> Battleship. What was the thing that you did in 1985? I don't really remember. Gosh, I was four, so I... <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. I don't think there was anything to do in 1984. I was skateboarding. <laughs> That's all I remember. Anyway, uh, okay. So, do-do-do... Uh, uh, conversation switches to the repair guy, Brooker. Brooker? Eh, whatever. The guy who went bonkers looking at elevators. He was obsessed with work. He would never sabotage an elevator. Oh, yeah. um, and he certainly couldn't have gazed at another worldly entity possessing the elevator that was so far beyond human comprehension that it drove him to madness. That would just be silly. Or actually or, interesting or that would be actually interesting and i can't wait to meet this guy and i hope he fills us in on some of the things that we're that God. we're wondering about you know what's crazy about this how big they dropped the ball well, here number one i found myself longing for one of the scenes that in most movies i'd be annoyed to waste time with namely a scene where he's flashing like where like he's you see him sitting in the insane asylum and then it just flashes to images of otherworldly shit that he's seen because he looked into the panel. Yep. And by seeing whatever was in the panel, he saw whatever otherworldly thing Lovecraftian horror was beyond the veil. Yeah, I would have liked that. You know, maybe he touched that thing and somehow it like that's what burned his hands. He had some sort of corrosive yeah, acid were, on it. Yeah. Yep. But it was because he punched out the TV, which is a good, that was a good moment. We find out that they mentioned the elevator thing, but we already knew that that wasn't yeah. important. No. It would have been more interesting and more supernatural and fun. If it had been something where it's just like, or it's like, what has he seen that drove him mad? Or it's like he got third degree hands all over burns all over his hand at work. We don't know how we don't know how. Yeah. Like, but like, now he's seeing now he's seeing beyond the veil or whatever and that that would be amazing like yep. if he's literally no longer there and every time you touch this substance it's too much like even if he gets like a like our like felix if felix got like a drop on it and he saw something otherworldly that would be amazing yeah but instead we get none of this shit we get nothing we, fun we just get a gigantic wasted scene really yeah, totally Anyway, all right. So it turns out that for some reason, the middle-aged jerk that owns the building is having a, having an affair with the lift company's owner's wife. doesn't fucking matter. It's just needlessly complicating the plot. Uh, but she is surprisingly age-appropriate, which I appreciated. Um, there's a weak comedy edit where we find out that he's talking about discretion among the employees, and it cuts to the employees being like, "Where? hey, where's the owner? Oh, oh it's, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. He's probably he's bought, getting, his, getting his rocks, rocks off. off. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, ah, ha, ha. He, yeah, they can't be discreet. Everybody nope. knows they're having sex. Anyway. Uh, and that woman's just like, go play outside, daughter, yeah. while, I, while I gonk. Go play, My boss. Go play with the evil elevator, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Uh, now, and we get now this 
fucking scene straight out of every movie from like Italy or any of these things of this era. The little girl who's going to have a brush with the supernatural. Yeah. She's carrying her doll around. Usually the doll is possessed. In this case, it gets mutilated in a hilarious way. I like this scene. It's great. It works really well. She's like, she's playing around. She gets like the, the, the part where the elevator starts being playful with her. Yep. Is really great. Loved it. It's like, you believe that this is how a child would relate to yep. this situation happening. It starts opening in different bays, and she's like, ha, 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 it's like it's playing with me. Yeah. And so she runs to it, she runs to the other one, and then the other one, and then it's like, after it- It's ha- always empty, yep. Right, after it gains her trust, then the middle one opens up, and it's it gonna- It just lifts a little bit. And that's so creepy. And, and it's cool. really creepy and yeah. awesome. Like, that is a very Stephen Kingy kind of thing. That's a really good moment- and it's like, oh, what the fuck's going to happen? Uh-oh. And then she gets called away just at the right moment so that when it slams shut, it crushes her doll but doesn't hurt her. Yep. And we see the doll, and they did such a good job because the eye is popped out of its head. <laughs> yeah. It's like looks like Chucky at the end of part two, basically. Yep. It's really, really messed up. Um, and... Uh, and then her mom beats the shit out of her. Right? Whoa. That was unnecessary. But there you go. <sighs> it was so weird. She just smacks the fuck out of her. Um, but expensive doll, man. Especially considering she doesn't get killed. I was like, okay, if you're gonna if you're gonna have her beat the crap out of this kid, shouldn't yeah. she get murdered? Shouldn't she be one of the victims? Like, you can't establish somebody to be this bad a person and then not have the elevator. I mean, this movie clearly can. (laughs) I just feel like it's weird. Uh, Oh, well. The dude from uh, the dude who runs the the building finds the 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 doll's arm stuck in the elevator door, pulls it out. And he's like, hmm, this evil elevator is acting evil. How odd. Oh, well. Uh, Felix visits the old repair guy uh, and he's totally catatonic. Typical asylum scene. We've seen it in a million movies. Everybody's so crazy and doing crazy things. One guy's even got a saxophone because, yeah, that wouldn't get annoying (laughs) all day. No, it certainly certainly isn't full of parts and pieces that could be used to kill yourself. Like, I mean, come on, dude. (laughs) Nobody's going to put that in there. That is, no, no, no way. Uh, anyway, but he doesn't say a goddamn thing. Nothing fucking happens. And it's just like, He's, like I said, some, somebody freaks out and throws their pudding at a wall. He looks at a, a pudding splatter. And then that's where, that's where, that's where you were saying where like, once he sees that, we should get flashbacks of the blood right. splatter or something that he saw he or saw. something. And we got nothing. Nothing. He just looks at the pudding and he's like, oh, oh, oh that pudding reminds me of, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> This movie, this is basically like if if this the people that made this movie made an adaptation of Lovecraft's Rats in the Walls, it would have been about a guy who runs an extermination company, and he's basically for the entire movie is at his office planning a way to kill a rat, and then he eventually goes to the place where the rat is. A guy shows up with a gun and shoots the rat, and that would be the movie. <laughs> That's basically what this is. Uh, so, I don't know. Maybe it would be good. Who am I to say? I don't make movies. Anyway, after shooting the shit with the guards again, he goes to research some stuff and smokes a bunch. He finds out nothing about the company except that they're big and they do gross stuff that every corporation in the world does. Cool. Neat. 
Then he finds out that they were on TV last week. <gasps> what? You know, around the time that the crazy guy smashed the... What? Wow. The fact that he went insane after repairing the elevator that kills people is not enough for you to put this together, buddy. You needed to time his injuring his hands. I feel like that's enough information for me. The elevator has killed three people now, or no, two people and nearly killed seven. What the fuck, man? Yeah. (sighs) Boo. Anyway, okay. Uh... Felix goes to lunch with the reporter. They talk about stuff and smoke. Uh, the lady that thought he was cheating before sees them, and now she knows, because if you're at lunch with a woman, you're definitely fucking her. Definitely. Absolutely. He is fucking every woman who is eating lunch in that same room with her, <laughs> including that woman, because that's just how it works. Yeah. If you eat lunch in the same room as a woman, that is adultery. I I don't know. It's true. She's probably a member of the Taliban or something. Maybe that's why she's got this <laughs> this version of what cheating is. Uh, anyway, they drive out in the Delta Liften car and uh, drive out to the building, which is labeled Verboten Totsgang. I like that building. I love it, Verboten too. Verboten Togang. Verboten Togang, which means <laughs> forbidden entrance in Dutch uh, and still oh. sounds adorable. Uh, he goes in for an interview with I this... I thought it was like a secret podiatrist. <laughs> Toe gang. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like Gucci a secret gang. cabal of people that are just great foot doctors, <laughs> but you just not anybody can see them. <laughs> yes, they're verboten. Mm. Uh, but he goes for an interview with the specialized tech guy who runs this tech company. I guess we find out later that he does because he's the one that's meeting with all these people. He's the he's the sinister face of the sinister corporation. He's gun guy at the end, right? He's the guy that shoots it at okay. the end. Yeah. Cool. Well, finally, spoiler, spoiler alert. Yeah. He shoots the elevator at the end. <laughs> <laughs> finally, we'll find out some information now that we're talking to the. This guy, right? Oh, yeah. you wait. This is going to be some really, really important stuff. He's sexist, and they don't know shit. <laughs> Shocker. Perfect. Uh, he mentioned some stuff that if he went just a tiny bit further would be really interesting. Again, you could go a different route. This could be a sci-fi thing. The thing that is interesting about this whole thing is that he's like, we're in hospitals. We're in factories. Our chips yeah. are everywhere. They're in nuclear weapons. Fuck. Yeah. A further exploration of this line would be scary and interesting and like a really great way to do a fucking sci-fi story. But nope. That is the end. Chips could even be alien in origin. It could be anything neat. I mean, I would even go for alien. Alien to me would be the least interesting, but still drastically more interesting than anything else. What if the guy is actually an alien? Which one? The head of the computer chip. Oh, factory. that's great. I would yeah. be, I would be okay with that. Yeah. If I mean, uh, what I would, what I wanted out of I this. I just want something. Basically, what I want out of this is way too much. But I want him to have touched this substance that has been replicating in the chip, and that it changed his mind. That it has gotten into his blood. Like somehow he cut himself, mm-hmm. and it got in and reprogrammed him for the will of the computer. Ah. And so because he's infected with the AI from this thing that actually got into his bloodstream and was capable because it was a protein, it literally got into his DNA and reprogrammed his brain. And that would be, that such, would be, that would be a such better ending if he became part of the machine and then like we showed him like the next day at work like 
elevator's working fine. Hop on in. And then it kills somebody. And he's like, boop, 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 and walks away, clapped his hands, sure. whistling, you know what I mean? Like, oh, he's part of the killer elevator. I mean, we still don't know why, but like, it would still be something better than just walking away and leaving a would have been sentient elevator behind you with no regard. <laughs> I certainly agree. Like, okay, it whipped out and grabbed that guy, but it probably won't do it to me. Yeah, yeah. No, so we're fine. <laughs> Let's walk away slow. <sighs> anyway, yep. Okay, back at home, Felix and the kids have uh, a, a Felix. Uh, sorry, Felix is with the kids, and the kids have apparently been filled in on the fake adultery. What the mom, F, mom? was like. Hey, guess what? You know your dad? He's an adulterer. He's a piece of shit. And it's like... We're five was... and eight. <laughs> Mom, do you have just secondary information from one of your friends seeing him at lunch with another woman? And they were just talking? And they weren't even touching? <laughs> oh, uh, we think that you're crazy. <laughs> anyway, uh, but the thing is that they're both totally to blame in this situation because... She has this crazy concern about him being an adulterer, which in his defense, there's no grounds for it. And she has no reason to believe it. And uh, but what, and what do, and he doesn't even contradict her. He refuses to say that he's not cheating on her. He never once says, what? yeah, I am not cheating on you, which is insane because he's not why wouldn't you say this because he's an idiot he does say and literally in the middle of this conversation she's like you're cheating on me what's her name she's a student all this the phone rings and he's like doesn't say please you're being no let something anything he just walks away saying nothing answers the phone and talks to this person as yeah. though and has a conversation as though this is a woman that he's in a relationship yes. with I love to the 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 dubbing here of her crying the whole time he's on the phone. She's like, "I'm not gonna be treated like this," and she runs up. She's like, "Well, it sounds just like that." And Wah. the whole time he's on the phone, she's like, ah, <laughs> over this whole scene of dialogue. So stupid. It's just it's such poor voice acting too. It's like, okay, now it's time to go. I mean, my imitation of it is just no, what it sounded like the it whole time. Exactly ah. like that. <laughs> yep. So. <laughs> So I'm gonna if, cry the rest of this podcast. Oh, great! If you uh, if you didn't know what a microchip was, guess what? You're in for a treat. There's Twenty-two gonna be a, times. There's going to be a guy that explains what a fucking microchip is. Have, have make make yourself a game if you're watching this. Count count the chips. I got twenty-two. Take a shot every time. Don't oh, do, do that. You'll die. You will die. Um, but we find out that there's a computer in the U.S. that became sentient, and so they dug a pit and buried it. This was one of those stories that. The public just wasn't interested enough in that anyone else had heard of it. Just this one professor. Do you think that maybe if a computer came to life that maybe somebody might talk about it? Well, I mean... Maybe. We'll find out. I mean, right now, (laughs) we have computers that are basically smart enough to make perfect t-shirt mashups. And that's enough to put society on the brink of collapse. Yep. So... I don't think you're out of work. (laughs) Oh, totally. I mean, they certainly knew how to bootleg the AI shirt like fucking mad. That was the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. You can scroll for days Mm. and it's just companies stealing our shirts. It's so crazy. I was really mad when 
like one of my designs that was mine was bootlegged, but then fucking Bill Sienkiewicz got bootlegged and it was like, oh, great. Now, I don't even know what to do with this. Yeah. I should have put a fucking watermark on it, I guess. But I guess that's what happens. By the way, we have a fuck AI shirt uh, that we do with Bill Sienkiewicz, the famous artist of New Mutants and many other things. Electra. Where can Uh, I get this cool shirt? You can get it at coastcitycomics.com. Yeah. And here in store at Coast City Comics in Portland, Maine. Please do that. Thank you. And that is the most advertising we'll do. Anyway. And if you want to leave a special note, I'll cut the sleeves off it for you. Nice. I'm good at that. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> there's there's a great little bit of dialogue that's dropped as though it's totally rational where he's like, oh, you know, any chip, if it's exposed to ultraviolet rays, can just start reprogramming itself. Yeah, what? And it was like, in 1985, you're saying my fucking Vic 20 Tandy computer could uh, just start playing Zork by itself if he, I leave it out in the sun? He does like a laundry list of things, doesn't he? He's he just does. like, yeah, ultraviolet rays, uh, lunar flares, uh, subatomic particle I wish, radiation. I wish he'd said lunar flares. <laughs> that would have been the best. Uh, if the tide's in, <laughs> if it's high tide, bad news. Um, he just like lists a bunch of things that are yep. just like, okay. And why would these do anything unknown? We just we're not going to continue with this. No, no, no. Of course, uh, it's a chilling vision of the future. Anyway, whatever. Um, so chips bad. Yeah, he mentions that there are biochips made out of protein that can keep pr- rep- uh, reproducing themselves. Dumb. <sighs> it's it's kind of cool. I mean, if we had more, again, yes. If we had more explanation or why or who made this. But again, or why it's doing it. Right. Self-replicating microchips is is great. I mean, if it's an Ice-9 situation and we're worried that literally the world is going to be nothing but microchips by the time it's done because it's replicating so fast. Yeah. Cool. That's scary. Um, if it's a, you know, if it's an evil entity that's doing it, sure. Why? But why is it doing it? Just replicating doesn't mean anything. I, I, it just means that there's more of them doing the same thing. I mean, there's reprogramming. But it's evil. It it is evil, as it turns out. (laughs) Okay. Uh, The reporter wants to, knows where the box is and tells him to break into it. And they have a fight and she doesn't want to ride with him. And it's just stupid. Yeah. Pointless. And then my nose itches. Um, Okay. So now the tap dancing janitor is introduced. This is super important. (laughs) He gets chewed out by the foreman and does a classic blowjob pantomime behind his back. You snarky bitch. Yep. (laughs) And then, and the foreman is a total asshole. And then he goes by and just to prove that he's an asshole, because it's important because in these movies, you got to prove he's an asshole before you kill him. Oh wait, he lives. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, what? He sexually harasses two fucking cleaning ladies. That love it. That love it. They're like, oh, he, 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 he yeah. slapped me on the butt. He slapped me on the <laughs> butt. That's so cool. This guy is basically what you get when you uh, have casting notes that say, we need a Jim Belushi type. We need a slob. Yeah. So he is he is the, the Jim Belushi type, the platonic ideal of a Jim Belushi. Uh, janitor gets eaten by the elevator, leaving his buffer just spinning around on the floor. I like that. And I can tell you one thing, as somebody who's used one of those fucking buffers a lot, that's not how it works. <laughs> uh, those things want to go through the wall or stop. There's only two settings on a floor buffer. You mean there's not s- go a little bit, yeah, move yeah. a foot, slightly, go slightly a little bit, spin around move on back the floor. A little foot. Yeah. Those things want to fly Ball through ass. the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I have put 
I have put many a floor buffer through drywall in Oops. my day. <laughs> uh, that's why I don't work there anymore. And that's one of the reasons I don't work for <laughs> Portland Housing anymore. Uh, okay, so uh, weird guy we haven't seen since the beginning with the mustache, who's the brain doctor, shows up just so that he can find the janitor hanging from the ceiling of the the elevator. Why? Just because. I will say that. It's a great jump scare here. It is. When the guy comes in, sees the blood dripping down, then looks up, and then, bam! Like, yeah, it's good. super effective. Made me leap. Um, Felix goes back to the elevator repair shop, and we find out that he's been taken off the case. What? Yeah. He goes in to talk to the boss. Was he getting too involved? Yeah. <laughs> You're too close to this. Yeah. <laughs> he should have said. He almost does. <laughs> but then, he. Th- it looks like he's about to go chew out his boss, but then the boss gets in the way and is like no i'm yelling at you uh you making us look bad you're doing all this stuff you're screwing <laughs> things up uh, and he's like classic fucking chief from any cop movie from any cop movie yes and uh cops decide that they're gonna blame all of the lift deaths on the janitor because they yeah, decided it what? wasn't mice actually the janitor he was there every time he was there every time because he works be him. five days a week Yep, and they wanted to have a searing indictment of the Netherlands police force, so we have him clear this case up just so that he can look at vacation brochures. Damn. Real poignant. Anyway, Felix goes home and his wife has taken the kids. She's really committed to this bit, or she was looking for a fucking excuse to get away from him. Maybe it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, finally an excuse to leave him. Yeah. I'm going to pretend that I believe this. Probably because he's getting in bar fights every night yep and he's obsessed with elevators um uh, and it, the real thing it seals the deal that she took her fucking bottle caps she's going to hawaii <laughs> yeah those bottle caps are sending her to hawaii i'm surprised they don't have a scene where she's cheating on him with the police chief just That's, uh i mean it would be great <laughs> why not his son's toy ambulance drives towards his feet and he crushes it oh representing him cutting ties with the family <laughs> The reporter <laughs> tries to call him, but he's unplugged the phone at this point. Uh, looks like she's going to take elevator law into her own hands at some point. Uh, so many people who are loose cannons in this movie. Uh, now there's, speaking of cop movies, there's a fucking shady meeting in a black sedan with like with blacked out yeah. windows what taking is... place at the dock. So what? It, so this is, this is the head of the hotel, right? Yes, meeting with the meeting. head of Rising Sun? Yes. And they're just like... I'm not going to keep covering up for you anymore. Yeah, and and again, it's just like, dude, we're we're like 15 minutes to the end of the movie. Could we get some information? No, now? no, we'll just be vague again. <laughs> we installed your we installed your yeah, living like, chips. I can't keep covering for you. I gotta leave. I can't do this anymore. Do what? I feel what sick. are you doing? And that's the thing is that the guy looks sick, and he's like, I feel sick. Why? We don't know. But then at the end, he says that the machine is sick. So it's like. Is he part of the machine? Tell me something. Tell me a fu- one thing. Uh, erg. But okay. Let's see so, if we can get Dick Moss on the show and ask him what's up. Yeah. Because it's been a while since I've seen the remake too, but I'm pretty sure it leaves that pretty vague as well. Like it's not like we don't we don't get any big. Yeah, yeah. Halloween three room in that either. I don't think. Right. Well, don't worry. This is <laughs> this is such a good scene. This could be. 
of like this could be like a parody comedy like naked gun moment for Mm -hmm. me like this was the first thing that i saw them do that i laughed out loud and i think they did it on purpose but i'm not 100 percent sure he's like he sneaks up to the building in the dead of night opens his toolbox and we're like okay he's gonna do some fucking electronic shit this guy's using his skills to get into the building cut to an interior shot smash the window it was like <laughs> real good okay okay uh, anyway he sneaks into the lobby where i guess all of this security that we've been set up to know that there's always security on 24 hours a day is missing. They're probably drunk. They're probably drunk because they we've also been. They've established uh, that yeah. the guy likes to drink. They do love to drink uh, <laughs> and that he's immune to penicillin. Oh, wait, no, he's dead. <laughs> penicillin guy's dead. No, that's right. Then maybe that's why he's not there because he's dead. Then the little guy started drinking a lot because he was distraught about it. Yeah, because he saw some shit uh, and <laughs> he. Uh, he pushes the button and all three doors open simultaneously. What? Yet again, that's mm. not supposed to happen uh, because of the computer. And he gets out, he gets in, heads for the control room, but then walks around in total darkness for a while. Dude, this is oh, inexcusable, I it feel. Is. Like, we're I watching agree. the movie, we're like, oh, okay, he's going for the final, yep. final uh, uh, confrontation with the yeah, elevator. Sure. Like, all right, cool, shit's going to happen. And it's yep. like, and then he proceeds to just walk around in darkness for like 10 minutes doing next to fuck all. Fuck all. Like, what kind of, what world are you living in where you think a movie would be well paced like this? It's terrible. It's absolutely <laughs> terrible. But, you know, here's here's our big reveal. He goes to the Rising Sun terminal, pops it open. There's no computer inside. What? Oh, my God. That's crazy. What's controlling the elevator? Oh, it's got to be some kind of sentient goop. Super goop. Because super goop chip. It's got to be super goop. Super and goop. he uh, he gets in the lift and uses his key to open the roof panel. It starts by himself. It takes him to the fifth floor. The evilest of floors, as everyone knows. He grabs a chair to defend himself against the elevator. It looks like he's holding it out like a lion tamer. Yeah. I'm going to get this elevator. And then he comes in and it bites it and crushes it into kindling. I do like that. That was good. It looked great. Um, he goes to the empty shaft and puts himself between the doors that he is well aware has killed people. Yeah. Multiple times. He's like, yeah, fuck it. Uh, he's a smart guy. Uh, it doesn't kill him because I guess it's having fun playing with him or something. He dicks around doing things that like, if you're an elevator operator, maybe you're watching the scene and you're like, oh, this is fucking compelling. But <laughs> I would imagine that only a small percentage of the audience of this film is elevator was, repair technicians. I was having a hard time. <laughs> I was having a hard time keeping involved. Yes. And it's like, this is supposed to be the most intense buildup of is your movie. Where, this is where it gets boring. So That's super boring. bad news. This whole thing felt like like those scenes in 50s sci-fi movies where they're like, activate the Krolongagator. Yes. And they just make up a bunch of science Crank shit. Crank the Google Wattamata And then they just and... poke a button and they turn a switch and it's like fake science. This is like fake elevator repair. It's like... Yeah. Even less interesting than those scenes in 50s movies. But whatever. It's fine. Nobody knows what the person is doing and nobody cares. That's just weird. He gets hit with a dead rat. Yet again, would have been more interesting if they'd done something with that plot. But nope. He climbs the elevator cables, even though anybody that's seen a movie knows that there's a fucking ladder inside an elevator shaft on the side. I've seen a movie. So you've seen people climb those fucking ladders. Yeah. They exist. Uh, whatever. 
he finally gets to a control panel and it's covered with glowing jello. Oh, shit. And he's like, fuck, I'm going to stab this thing. So he stabs the glowing jello. What what happens here? I can't figure out, like, the elevator starts going like, the elevator starts Yet like again. going up to him. But, like, I can't tell. Is it grazing his back? Yes, it is. But you, if you don't have, I mean, I figured that out eventually. But if you don't have, like in-depth knowledge of how fucking elevators work there's no chance in hell any of this scene makes any sense to you because you're like what why isn't he ground to pieces yeah like i don't get it but whatever he isn't for some reason it can't activate the one that he's on and just crush him because it should be able to it won't use the one where he is we it's only using the ones to the sides we know that it's got tentacles and can do well, whips until or... it doesn't break until later. Oh, that's that true. Cable doesn't break until later. And, and also, how oh, does it right. sentiently use that to whatever? It doesn't matter. That's where it gets to be supernatural. Right. But we haven't been given any supernatural information. Correct. Damn it. Yep. So, um, whatever. Uh, he, he stabs it. He grabs something else. He hits it with a wrench. He thinks he's killed it. And he's like climbing out. But the thing is about to kill him, and it's like, aha, I'm actually still alive, and it was going to cut him in half. But luckily, this reporter is a fucking power lifter, because she pulls him out of there like a like a yeah, spring-loaded cannon. But what did it even save him from? Because wouldn't it just do the same thing that it already did, graze his back a bunch of times? No, because he's actually, he's because now that he's pulling himself out of yep. the elevator, it can come up and cut him in half. Oh, okay. Like it has done to so many people so far. But he gets out, and it's like, ah, thank God, we're safe. Everything's cool. And then uh, she goes back, and she's like, oh, you're safe. But he's so beaten up that he can't even warn her not to do it. (laughs) But then it doesn't do anything. Yeah. It doesn't kill her for reasons unknown. Doesn't matter. It's just because we need this trick ending at the end. Computer company owner shows up, and he's like, uh, he says, it was very sick. And he pulls a gun. They think that he's going to shoot them. Uh, instead, he shoots the fucking elevator to kill it. <laughs> Guess what? You can't shoot an elevator to death, as it turns out, even in this situation. <laughs> and the fucking crazy cable whips out, grabs him around the neck, hangs him in the... I mean, this this shot is so good. It is so good. So, I mean, as silly as all of this is, that shot rules the lighting underneath him. Yeah, like, Everything about it. that is badass it is so well done but man like also at this scene you you have this great shot of all three doors with the middle one open with him hanging in it you know what i mean and the people walk away like i wanted to see those doors shut were you bothered by the fact that we didn't see the instead of like the walking away thing i almost feel the ending would have been better if the doors just shut and it went to black right then absolutely it 100 percent yeah i mean 100 percent still not telling you anything but like what what am i being told with the other i like i was expecting it was going to sam raimi up the stairs i thought that while they were walking they were going to walk down and then it was going to go back back into the elevator he was going to be crucified in a fucking jesus christ pose with his arms extended the wires were going to be coming out of him and he was going to have his eyes open and they were going to be glowing or something and it was like he's part of the machine yeah like i thought that really want these people to be part of the machines i mean i want (laughs) something cool yeah i want this to be a cool story to happen yeah i would like i would like something interesting to happen in the movie 
but unfortunately we are deprived of that i still think it's a good movie i still think oh, there's, yeah. there's like really it. good parts of it and i do enjoy it but it is it is criminally boring in parts yes. and the translation is sloppy i think i think i think that it was just done as a quickie release for video in the u.s and yep. i think it was oh, probably obviously. a it was probably a better movie in its original language and there's a lot of there's a lot of competent shit going on in it uh but there's also uh some very clear uh people like interfering you know that the director was fired and then brought back and all yep. that stuff so there's there were some there were some things that happened during the making of it that are the kind of things that make a movie fuck up it's it's also one of those movies where i just wonder how it ever got made in the first place too. how like, do you convince somebody to make a fucking killer elevator movie that's what i'm saying okay yeah. i got a movie it's got killer elevators oh cool why are they killing people you never know i've got a movie with killer elevators yeah I and mean, why are they doing <laughs> and you so you've convinced somebody to totally bankroll your killer elevator movie without motive or plot or yeah, or absolutely or reveal or anything and they're just like yeah don't know, man. I want killer elevators. It's, they I don't just, care where they come from. It doesn't matter. None of it matters. Yeah, I don't know. You got me, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I would. This this is definitely a watch for me. It's something that I own, and I own it for a reason because it's a classic. And there's there's definitely things that are to be enjoyed about this movie. But when you sit down and analyze it for a podcast, it definitely falls apart. Oh yeah, um, it falls apart in my book. Just in general. No, in general. Course. Not yeah, even yeah. the podcast, but... Yeah, yeah. I agree. Anyway. Well, that's it. Thank you. Follow us. Funbox Monster Podcast. Um, and uh, visit CoastCityComics.com and all that stuff. And, yeah, and you are... I am Matt Awkward, VHS Fiend on the Instagrams. And uh, make sure you check out the Video Vagrants group on Facebook. And go to CoastCityComics.com and buy yourself a Funbox Monster Podcast t-shirt. Do that. Or come to Coast City uh, Comics in Portland, Maine, in person, and uh, say hi to us. Give us Perfect. high fives and do that. And bring us, bring us some Mountain Dews and stuff. Yeah, excellent. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you next week with the Shaft, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Why not? Unless we choose to do something different, yeah. in which case we're giving you all the Shaft. Unless we change our minds. Awesome. Thank you. Peace. Good night. <laughs>